Hello and welcome to another edition of the Ponty Rugby Show, the weekly Wednesday evening roundup of all things concerning your local Premiership rugby club, Pontypridd RFC. I'm Gitto Davis, your host for the next 15 minutes or so, during which time we can look back on a narrow one-point defeat for Ponty away to league leaders Llandevry and look forward to the home game against Neath this coming weekend. Our special guest this week, talking to our correspondent Yestin Thomas, will be a young Rhonda Valley recruit who has impressed greatly in his first season at Sardis Road, that's hooker Curtis Greenslade. Well, Ponty travelled west to the Towie Valley on Saturday to face league leaders and reigning champions Llandevry and came away having suffered an agonising defeat by just 12 points to 11. And once again, it was a game that Ponty could have, should have won. How often have we said that in our reports this season? The Valley Commandos were the better side for much of the contest, but spurned some good scoring chances and were arguably denied a crucial advantage following a series of attacking scrums late in the first half, six or seven in succession, in which Landovry were penalised and two props yellow carded but no penalty try awarded. I must say, and being as impartial and objective as possible, that decision by the referee baffled me and the rest of the sizeable travelling support. Well, Ponty's solitary try was scored by winger Liam Lloyd, with fullback Josh Phillips kicking two penalties. After the final whistle on the church bank pitch, I had a quick chat with Ponty's second row, Chris Dickamides. Right, Dick, oh, a one-point defeat away to the league leaders. Oh, that must be so frustrating for you. Yeah, it is, you know. Like, the last two weeks, we lost the top two teams by one point. But I think even Atlanta, we say, you know, we were the better team today. Didn't take a chance in the first half. I think we put Stucky got tapped in the corner. We put a ball down right before the half-time was so. Second half in the game, they scored a driving line out, and that's all they've offered, really. But you know, the boys will be proud of their efforts. But we got to get across, we got to cross our line and get these wins. We, we dominated, and um, we had was it seven or eight scrums, and no penalty try. Two of their front row yellow card. Did you, did you get an insight into that? Why we didn't get a penalty try? I think refs are reluctant to give penalty tries. I think uh, get that's what problem is. You know, uh, um, when they had two props sent off, so Ali should still have eight in, a, in the scrum. And they didn't do that. But yeah, these little things, you know, I know for you it's gonna click soon. Well, I say it's gonna click, we've lost my point to the reigning champions, top of the league, so it is it's coming, it's coming. And it's sent me the tone next week, so I know the bottom of the league, but you can't take anything for granted there. No, we've got played the same standard we've played the last two weeks, just said that to the boys now, you know. Can't take nothing for granted, neither quite the outfit. Oh, I think they're beating Merthyr at the moment as well, so you know their tail's gonna be up. They've got nothing to lose coming to the show, do they? Everyone wants to beat us there. So we've just got to play like we have the last two weeks, same commitment, the same effort, same pride, and hopefully get a, a win. Best of luck, Dick. Oh, thanks. Ponty play Neath at home on Saturday. We can preview that match in just a while, but first it's time for our guest interview. And this week, Yestin Thomas has been in conversation with young Ponty hooker Curtis Greenslade. Curtis, thanks for coming on today. First of all, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all okay. And, uh, you know, how, how's the body feeling after after the la- last couple of games against Emmerville and Fandom? Not too bad, because they were quite tough encounters with the top two teams. like. But uh, 
okay for a Sunday. Yeah, and um, obviously, you know, with the, with the turnaround from Christmas into the new year, you know, you know, what much are you expecting at the, at the start of 2024? Uh, well, we kind of know the two first games are going to be very tough, like with uh, two teams like Ebu and Sandavri. But uh, looking forward to some fixtures now that we can go and throw our style of rugby after a couple of tough games, but games we've thrown away, like, do you mean? And um, maybe a bit more about, you, about yourself, you know, where, where did your rugby journey begin? Obviously, you played with uh, uh, Triorki uh, as a youngster. Was it always with Triorki? No, I started in Trevert, actually, Trevert RC when I was about, must have been five years old, my father coaching up there. And then uh, as soon as uh, I was eight, about seven years old, then I moved down with all my friends to Triorki and stayed there ever since, really. Um, you know, how was that like, you know, growing up through, through age grades with, with Triorki in a way? Uh, was, we had great crack as kids. I mean, it was all my friends, really, that I was in school with all the way through. It was every Wednesday as minis all the way up till about youth rugby. Then it's a Tuesday and a Thursday, but it's a great crack. Like with Chalk, it was well, everyone he was in school with, and it was just easy. Like, I mean, we had quite a decent team as well, which helped. Also helps with the boys being there now, still in Ponty with me, like, like to Liam. Do you mean me and him grew up from under Sam's all the way through? So it does help, like, <laughs> yeah. And you know, you mentioned there a couple of the Ponty players, you know. They, they obviously played for Chalk. You know, what was that like, you know, growing up, as you mentioned, the employee there? You know, what was that like growing up with him, you know, through the age grade at Chalk and now obviously back at Pontypridd? Just really good, really. I mean, it's nice to have someone that close with you uh, doing as well. Liam's doing very well, to me, with us in Ponty. But also got like to Harvey, Bob, Gaz. I mean, it makes it like a bit of an easier environment. Well, for me, especially coming in in pre-season just as a new boy, like with... Bob, well, Gary Daniels also was there at the start of the year. We got, and Liam and Harvey being there made it quite an easy environment for me to just fit in. You obviously played a bit with Chalk in that in the uh, in that first team. You know, what was that like? You know, obviously you went through the age grade system with Chalky. You know, how much of a, a special feeling that was to play for the Chalky first team? As kids, that's all you ever wanted. You were there every Saturday on the sideline watching them. So I think it was me and Liam. We played down in Romney first game, first show. Well, we still second year youth, and our first stroke seniors pulled us up to play on it. We had quite a very good first team at the time, like winning the mid district. They won the mid district that year, mainly I'm being about 18 at the time. And then we come out to youth rugby playing 19, and then two years later, we went on the one to got up to the championship. Like, so as a kid playing, well, 18 playing with all the older boys who were still there from when I was a child watching them play on the sideline was massive, like, really. But uh, it's always been a good club, but there's always been a good click up there with youth boys and senior boys mixing in the club and it's still the same now really with them up there. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, the promotion with the mid district going up the leagues you now. Yeah, as I was obviously a local boy, obviously spent some a lot of time there as a kid, you know. How how was that feeling like, you know, with you know, especially with the club with you know, with the club like Jockey? Uh, it was massive that year we got promotion, it was massive for us. It was what we looked at for um all through the start of the season. We managed to win a four from four at the start of the year and it was just talked about ever since then that you can kind of imagine a party we had after when we got it. Like, I mean, there was a group of boys that were so close in age. It was about from the oldest boy to the youngest boy in the team. It only mean about six, seven years between them. I mean, so it was well, very good for me and for all the boys who were there at the time. It was an awesome experience for us to get to that championship. And then, obviously, the step came in to move to Ponty. So. Yeah, and, you know, what was that like, you know, stepping away from the Chalky environment to, to obviously then your first couple of training sessions with Pontypridd, then your first game with Pontypridd. So what was that switch across like in a way? Uh, it was quite a tough decision really at the start. Like obviously Chalky just going up, the club was on a high, but then also, like I said earlier, you had the 
uh, Liam, Harvey, Bob, Gaz were all down there and they made this decision a bit easier. Like, but then, obviously, the first couple of sessions in Ponty were tough, a diff- lot different to Trokies as <laughs> we're used to in Trokie, but uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, and I enjoyed the step up. It was a step up and enjoyed it at the time. So it was easier then. Coming home after that Thursday night session, after the contract signing, I mean, it was a lot easier. Like. Yeah, and um, and obviously you mentioned about the the players that are that are still there. Obviously, like Liam and, and Harvey. Do you still go back to Trioki from time to time now and again when when you're free and available, or you know, even even just to watch the the first? Yeah, yeah. Well, if we haven't got a free week, you know what I mean, we'll be back here to have to watch them. But uh, uh, there's been a few Saturdays where we've. Uh, Pop the Reds back in the club on the way home or whatever, and the boys are still in the club. It is, it is quite a close knit club up in Chalky, so you never like lose your roots really with them. And the boys do bring it back down to earth when you walk in the club. You do get a stick off them, but it's nice to go back sometimes. You know what I mean? And you do get uh, knocked down a peg or two when you walk in as well. So it's not too bad. Yeah, and um, obviously now with Ponte Preve, you know how much are you enjoying your your first season at the club. Uh, um, to be honest, I'm loving it really at the minute. Uh, uh, from the start, from the first minute I got there, I really enjoyed it. And obviously the competition there with boys, Gav and Bob, obviously my position, boys I know as well makes it a lot harder, but it's obviously good competition. But the whole training ethic and the way we play, boys pushing each other and boys on each other's backs, everyone be better players and be better people knowing anything. I mean, it's coaching. I'm really, really enjoying it. I can't say enough about it at the minute. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Ponty seem to be a side they're looking for dominance up front. So do you look at it from every fixture to maybe get that advantage up front, especially in scrumming line out? Uh, yeah, this like obviously Lee being there and getting drilling us in with the forwards and being a dominant pack. But like you look from 1 to 23 on a Saturday, it's massive name team, do you know what I mean? Going through the team, but then you look at the pack and the boys on the bench and the front row, especially you've got like, like some Farmer, Harper, and then Pudge and Tom Devine there, Bobby, big boys, you know what I mean? And it's banged into us week in, week out about bringing physicality and it's up to us to win most games, as we told before kick-off. And it's quite a... It can be hostile and training to me when it's boys going head to head or we live scrimmage in, I guess. Like I said, boys are pushing each other to be better players and better people, so good environment. Yeah, and... Um... Obviously, when with some maybe some casual rugby supporters, when maybe something goes wrong and the set piece tends to put the blame onto the hooker. You know how much of a collective effort is there in that line note with with yourself, Derek and Macaulay Cook, and you know Christian Parker as well. Yeah, you always get it. You know, what I mean, it's always the hooker's fault. But uh, as the old saying goes, you it off as a minute to kick a ball, and you've got twenty seconds to throw in, haven't you? So uh, yeah, you do get a lot of the blame. But if you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong. But when you're not on the wrong, the boys are first people to hold their hands up and say, my fault, if it's a missed jump, it's a mistimed lift, you know what I mean? You've got the, like, the Dicko as well, old Eddie, put his arm around you if things are going wrong, he'll put it right through you, I mean? Big bloke down in front of the line, he'll come and win the ball. And Marker being there with his experience, I mean, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, you know, how much, you know, with that experienced players, you know, in that second row, in the back row. Now, does that help you, you know, especially, you know, maybe if something does go wrong during the game, you know, how much, how much does that help you as a, as a player? Awesome, just to have that boost the confidence of them being there. And also if it's, like you said, something does go wrong, they're the first boys round out, uh, pick up on the floor, get your head back up. It takes a lot of weight off your shoulders when you're playing and being a younger, younger boy in the team, it's nice to have that weight taken off your shoulders sometimes. Probably looking ahead now towards the next couple of fixtures, Neath on the weekend, you know, 
first game of the year at Sardis Road. How much are you looking forward to that? Uh, it's a bit of an exciting feeling. I mean, we've, especially after the week before, boys were disheartened. And it's just a good feeling, like that Nice had a good result on a weekend. And we know it's going to be a tough physical encounter with them. And they're on a high after that win for them. And we've got the confidence in the team and the way we play. If we back ourselves, we've got to go out there. We've got to put a show on and get us up for the people who come and watch. Like I said, first game side, this is going to be a statement, I think. Yeah, and um, a final one from me. You know, you're looking through that Neath side. You know, what what do you really expect from from them as a as a side coming to Sardis Road? Obviously, the first game at the Knoll, there's only a point between the two sides. So, you know, what do you expect back from uh, that Neath team? They're a good team. Neath, they're not going to lie down for us. And like I said, they come off a back win from one to fifteen. Is they're a good bunch of boys at Neath team. They're not going to throw the ball. I don't think too far around. They do bring our heavy pack on the corner and a good uh, half-back combination with them a minute. And I think we are going to have a work cut out, but I don't think they're going to lay down and let tickle their bellies. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see, hopefully, come back away with the result. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks for coming on, Curtis. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you very much. So the Welsh All Blacks, Neath, are the visitors to Sardis Road on Saturday in a match which kicks off at 2.30pm. Admission to the ground will be charged at £12 full and £10 concessions, with under-16s allowed in free when accompanied by a paying adult. And remember, you can pre-book your tickets to avoid queuing at the gate by visiting the e-tickets page on the club website, www.ponti.net. Neath currently lie bottom of the Premiership, but have hit some fine form recently, winning their last two matches at home to Aberavon and to Merthyr. So no doubt another tough test awaits Ponty, who will themselves be searching for a morale-boosting victory after a run of three defeats. Some information now for all past Ponty players. The former Players Association will be holding its AGM in the Bob Pemberthy Lounge at Sardis Road at 12.30pm on Saturday, prior to the Neath match. All those who bear the great honour of having represented Pontypridar FC in the past will be most welcome, with food and drink provided. That's it for this edition of the Ponty Rugby Show. Thank you all for listening in, and a big thank you to Yestin Thomas and to his guest, Curtis Greenslade, for their contributions. We hope to see you and to hear you cheering on the Ponty team against Neath on Saturday, and hope that you can join us again same time, same channel next week on the Ponty Rugby Show. In the meantime, from me, Gitto Davis, it's Hulvaur Amatrol.